it's just talking to people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's conversations, you know, and I'm good at that. You know, I have a natural gift from God to be able to communicate with people and relate to people. Um, and I learned so much from talking to people. The best thing that I ever learned in life is if you listen more than you speak, you'll always be able to understand somebody. And one thing that I learned is that we are much more alike than we are different. We just make that more complicated. Can you be here to like go through like a little quick little orientation interview process by like 1130? It's 8 a.m. I'm like look, reading this. I'm like that. I'm there. They're like, we're all black. All this other stuff. And fast forward, like, boom, I went and met him a couple of days. I, um, I met him, went through that whole process, did like a quick little, at the time, the apartment he was staying in New York, like I tidied that up and, you know, started like learning the gist of like what they're going to be expecting from me, like what I'm going to be doing. Because people, everybody be like, oh, I'm a stylist, I'm a stylist. But for people who really, you know what I'm saying, really do it, they know what that, that job entails or whatever. So they was really just letting me know what they're going to be expecting of me. And at that time, I was only supposed to just be a buffer, an assistant for him. And then his actual style is running, you know, just the buffer between me and them, handling both of their needs and just making sure everything continue to run seamlessly so they don't always got to be on the phone or in a room or doing the business themselves. You know what I'm saying? That she could just, they could just be checking in because we're going on a whole, you know, a whole tour and all the other type of stuff. I could be the one mm -hmm. that's on tour with him, going every city, doing all that, spending all the time with him, carrying all his luggage everywhere, going to each city, setting up, breaking down his wardrobe. You know, I'm like the, the gatekeeper to his wardrobe and stuff or whatever. And then she just mm -hmm. goes see everything or whatever. So, uh, yeah, like I, I started off with like two days of that, like prepping at his crib. And then that was it. And then like two, three days go by. And then I get another hit of like, yo, you got, you got a passport? I'm like, yep. You got a laptop? I'm like, yep. You're like, bet, we're going on tour. Boom. And I started right. Pablo tour kicked off. And the rest was history. I started with him. And so <laughs> you can only man, imagine what I was thinking. I could not believe it. But it was like so shocking because I I used to always be like flipping out, like, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? Like I knew I was grinding, but I used to say the same thing. Like, I was just with Rocksmith like a year ago with Slam X Hike. I was just jobless. I made a real friend's hat. Like, you get what I'm saying? And the only concerts that I've ever been to in my whole entire life is Kanye concert. The first concert mm. I've ever been to in my life was the Glow in the Dark tour. That was Kanye, for real, Lupe Fiasco, and, like, Rihanna. And Rihanna was, like, dating Chris Brown at the time. She wasn't <laughs> even headlining. She was, mm -hmm. on, like, third to last type stuff. Like, for That's real. Crazy. Like, That's and crazy. Kanye, That's like, crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that was the first concert I ever went to. And then... The second concert I ever been to was um was the was the Yeezus when he went on Yeezus tour. I went to that in New York or whatever. That was me and Anastasia first date or whatever, like first time like ever even hanging. So fast forward to that, up up that was those up until me getting a job we had and going on tour, those was the only stadium concerts I ever been to in my whole life was a Kanye concert. So it was it was meant to be. So meant to be from the real friends hats to to the to to the only concerts I've ever been, and that was just like my idol in so many ways. Like you know, what I mean, like you know, what know, did you what did you what did you learn? What do you think you took from like the process leading up to working for Ye? Like all everything from like Rock Smith, even the stuff like before that. Learned, what you I think was like the biggest thing that you learned? 
I think the biggest thing I learned was that everything that happened during that time, all them steps mattered. You get what I'm saying? And then the biggest thing I took away from it is not to rush your blessings. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because it was so many times during that process of them years where I thought where I thought I was ready for so many different things that I realized I was not ready for. Like, you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it mm-hmm. made me appreciate so many, like, different lessons I learned and, 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 and things I had to go through and struggles from sleeping on a train to, like, working for the 25K for the year for seven, six, six, seven years and making no money and sleeping on homies' couches and styling this rapper and that rapper and not getting paid for stuff and doing all this. It made everything worth it. It made it. I felt like I, I, I felt like I deserved to be in a room. Like You get what I'm saying? And I never 100%. forget one of the first personal times me and Ye actually talked. We like on the elevator going down together. I'm mm-hmm. like, all these bags. We like standing side by side. And that's the first time me and him ever been in a room like that close proximity side by side. And I could just feel him on the side of my, like, like outside of my peripheral, like looking me up and down, but not like in a bad way, just kind of like peeping me. And he's like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Toledo, Ohio. And he's like, ah, oh, okay. Like, man, what? Like, I can say he respected it. Like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. man, what? I'm like, I've been living out here in New York, like, just grinding my thing. Like, I, I met Rennie at like the, the Yeezy show. Like, you know, that's how I got. Cause he was wondering, like, how you even meet Rennie? How you get to to where you standing in front of me right now? You know what I mean? And I was like, and I met, you know, I told him whatever. He was like, ah, oh, that's what's up. Like, man, we always like, we. He just kept it short, like, yeah, we always like, we always like find like great people, like through like, you know, like through these processes, like, always come across like some great people. And he just went on about his business, but like, through time, like, tour, I'm with him every day. You gotta see me every day, like. And he got to pay attention to me because I'm around him and his family. So even outside the job, just on some, like, street code, man to man, he's like, yo, who's this dude? Like, what dude yeah. doing? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he not in my office. He in my house. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? My right. wife, my kids, right. my family. Right. Like, right. Hearing my conversations, I got to be able to trust him. Like, what mm-hmm. you doing? Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he better not yeah. be stopped, come up missing. Like, Right. And, and, and besides all that, we passed the clothes. You right here in the nest. Right. Like, who are right. you? Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. that was the vibe I got from, like, big bro type stuff. Like, what's up? Like, what you doing? Like, you know what I mean? That was like, that was like, we started to, like, build a, like, a, a rapport where we started getting comfortable. And then he naturally seen, I feel like um, I was refreshing for him because I was a real authentic Midwest kid that had a story like him grinding up out of the Midwest. Went to New York to chase my dreams, still trying to figure it out, grinding, and then still authentic. Like, I still dress the same. I'm dressing like my dad, dressing like my mom, sweatpants, hoodied up. I'm wearing dickies and and old, like, workwear pants. And, you know, he started to, like, naturally just kind of, like, I felt like it was refreshing for him. Like, I remind him of, like, homies from the crib, like, from the crib that he can relate to, like, oh, okay, I see what type of time he on, like, his talk, his walk, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from the crib, like, he he from the Midwest, like, Mm -hmm. he can relate to me, so we started to, like, build, like, where it was, like, naturally, like, he he would, like, see stuff and be like, where you get that hoodie from? I want one, can you grab me one? Where you get them pants from? Grab me some, like, hey, you know, it, it would grow. Like, I, I could tell, like, it felt rewarding. Like, the responsibilities grow. Like, it went from being, like, you do this every day to, hey, you want to ride with me? Hey, come over here. Hey, 
look at this for me real quick. You know what I'm saying? What you think about this? Or or listen to this? Or you think I should get green or blue? That was like, it was like I had to like earn that to get to that, that respect level and get them opinions. Otherwise, bro, come in the room, know how to be in there and not be in there. Do your job. You know what I'm saying? Be professional, respectful. This this man house. Don't be taking no pictures or nothing. Don't be recording nothing. Don't be asking this. He ain't at work. Don't be asking him like, yo, ask him, think you could just pop conversation. Like, you get what I'm right. saying? Learn how to move. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Act like you... Act like you just is Kanye West. Like don't don't be like that. Like you. Know what what do you What do you think that like like how was your how how were those intimate moments and like what did you learn from Ye? Because I mean, man, listen. I learned, bro. That. To, to you, to you, it ultimately like became like part of your normal life. But like to the outside world, like everybody's not gonna get experiences with being one of, around one of the biggest stars and pop icons yeah. the, gener- the world has ever seen. Like we talking about like no, one of the I most biggest musical yeah, ever. geniuses like, and stars icon, ever. Like, not not just at the time, but like ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it really was like a. It it was. I tell people it was like the greatest experience of my life. The four years, three and a half years I spent with him, the greatest experience of my life. It was like going and get my master, masters, masters. Like mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It was like learning how to get your masters with your professor while he get his triple masters. Like you get what I'm saying. Right. And he showed me that everything is real and it's all relevant. He no different than us. Yeah, he's super icon, you know, like him and his family, super multi, multi rich and, and powerful and all that. But bro, he got the same. He get told no, just like I do. He bleed just right. like I bleed. He had right. the same frustrations, just like I do. He's still fighting, just how I'm fighting. It's just relevant. Yeah, he ain't he ain't thinking about the same exact things that I'm thinking about. But they are the same thing, time ten on a different level. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. so it's all relevant. You see how it he is. Still, that- he still he still got family drama. He's still gonna get into it with his lady. He still got a still human. He's still flawed. Like all that. He just is raw as fuck at what he do. He reached the pinnacle at what he do. But he's still a normal person. And for me, I had like a lot of like thoughts about him going into it like man he probably about to be in this bitch flipping over tables and going crazy mm-hmm. but it was like i was able to learn like it was warranted and sometimes like you get what i'm saying I, now i don't agree with everything he's ever said or did or how he do uh when to go about things and he know that like you get what i'm saying like the people around him tell him that he just him like he do what he do and move how he want to do you you get what i'm saying but he is a, he is all around like good dude. It really, it was like, it was it was the first time I had a black boss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. like I told him that for me, it was inspiring because like you asked me in this, who was my entrepreneurs growing up? I never had none of that, bro. Unless mm-hmm. you was unless you was trapping or selling drugs or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Unless you mm-hmm. made it made it pro mm-hmm. or whatever. I didn't have nothing like that. So to see. So to be going to work every day for a black man and for him to put all the jobs that I had, all the opportunities I was had, I got to a black man and he put all the power into me. Right. You get what I'm saying? He, a That's black powerful. man, a black man paid me the most. A black man let me travel the most. A black man mm-hmm. gave me the responsibility. A black man let me sit at his dinner table with his family. Like you get what I'm saying? Like a black man let me come in and out of his house all the time at my own accord. Through access, like you know, yeah. changed my life. 
relocated me from New York City all the way to Los Angeles and all moved me and all that. A black man did that for me. Like, you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Nobody else did that. A black man gave me the opportunity. He, he, most money I ever made in my life, a black man, up until I started doing it on my own, a black man did that for me. Like, you get right. what I'm saying? And right. it was something that I worked for. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when mm-hmm. I would get in trouble, he wasn't writing me up or sending <laughs> other people to send me emails, like little funny stuff. He was hollering at me like a real one. Like, yo, you know what? I ain't really like what you, blah, blah, blah. I could have fired you for that, but I'm not. And right. you don't even tell me sorry. I don't, we, don't, we don't apologize. We don't, we don't do sorry. Just, just, I'm just hollering at you like that so we know. Like, mm-hmm. like we family. Like, you, you tapped yourself. You got burned. I'm telling you, that shit is hot. Don't do that again. Like, you get it. Right. It, right. it was like, like, I didn't ever feel like belittled. You get what I'm saying? I literally just felt maxed out. Right. Mentally, physically, creatively, <laughs> like, got everything out of me. Like, I knew when it was when I was done with him what I wanted to do next. I knew. He taught me everything I wanted to do. Like, it was, like, to the point I knew, like, when I'm done with Ye, I'm either going to fail or or win. That's it. Like, you get what I'm saying? You either going to you know what it's going to be at this point. It's nowhere to go. Like, I always just be like, man, my greatest days is, 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 is ahead of, I'm still young, and God put me with the, one of the greatest men to ever walk the face of the earth in my lane. It's no college, no none of that could ever give me what, what he gave me or teach me what he gave me or, 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 or substitute. No company, no Google, none of that. It's easy, yay, working for Kanye West. You almost got to be working for, like, Hove or Beyonce or, or, or Obama or somebody that's dead, some legendary person that's dead, or like LeBron to be like, I'm on that level. If you ain't saying none of them names, think like you know what I'm saying? It's like it's no comparison. It's well, no comparison. I mean, what we gotta talk about? Like, you know what I mean? So for me, I was like, and I'm still young. I'm like, that's that that was even more motivating for me. I was like, ooh, that mean like that got my faith in and kept me even going even more because I'm like, that mean God got something playing crazy for me. Cause look how he just right. did me. Right. He, he flexed right. on me. He told me like, "Nigga, I'm gonna take you from Rocksmith to Yay. I'm gonna put you with Yay, but only for a little like three and a half years. And y'all gonna be tight. Y'all gonna you y'all ain't even gonna end on bad turns. It ain't gonna be no big crazy fallout. Everything you gonna go do your own thing. He gonna support. You still gonna have him in the pocket. Like you get what right. I'm saying. Like, and you gonna do it the right way. I ain't never had to like exploit him. I never even started talking about working for Yay until I was finished working with him. He was done. Respect yeah. for him because I know what it'd be like, bro. I'm walking through your house every day, and then you see me out doing like blogs. Right, right. that's corny. That's corny. Yeah, that's, that's corny, corny, bro. Like, yeah, so I, went yeah. into, I was fully <laughs> done with that. I'm on my own. Yeah, I owe it to to tell people like my story, share my story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it used to be a point in time. I remember I told you this a long time ago. I was ashamed of myself, shamed mm-hmm. of where I was from, shamed that I was like I thought I, well, I thought I had less than or, or where I was supposed to be in life. You know, society builds up to make you feel like you're supposed to be at at these checkpoints and these levels in life. Like, oh, I'm at this age, I need to have this and that, that, blah, blah, blah. So I used to be ashamed to be like, man, I'm, I'm, man, this is what happened, man. I had to do this, I had to do that, I had to do that. So like through working with him, like it showed me a lot. Like even it showed me a lot of what not to do. It showed me a lot of what to do, how to run a company. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, how to run a whole company from front to back and, like, real lessons, not just him flexing on me and me just alone for the ride. Like, right. like real lessons, you know? Did you, ever, did you ever find yourself, like, when 
again to the to the world in, in the media like you know he was having a hard time now granted i have a different insight into like you know what i see him going through because i know what mental illness looks like yeah. but like being being somebody who ultimately had a close relationship with with him and you guys were close like did you ever find yourself having conversation with him like yo you know is everything okay you know how can i be so more supportive? i never or, i never or was it or was it more so like you know he my boss. I'm gonna kind of just stay in my lane. Like, what, yeah. Did you ever have it was more like so that? Like, it was more so like because it's like he's still my boss, even though we developed a friendship. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Don. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not gonna play myself like how people be trying to think. Like, I'm not. I'm not Don or or, or, or Verge or or, or, mm-hmm. or or Ivan and other them. Like, I still gotta stay mm-hmm. in my lane. Like, you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like mm-hmm. we develop a friendship through me working for him. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm like, and at the same time. What could I even offer? Like you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? I don't. I, besides just being nosy and just want to get on your nerves, I'm a cancer. He a Gemini, so a lot of his, a lot of his ways, <laughs> I feel, I feel it. Like right. yo, you gonna do right. something? The last thing right. I want is a person being like, oh, it's gonna be all right, or you okay, right. boy? Right. Like right. be quiet. Like you get what I'm saying? Right. So I was good at just being like a fly on the wall and like absorbing it. And then you know I'm not gonna go into detail, but we would talk. But that would be like on his own accord, like him mentioning mm-hmm. something like, mm-hmm. or him just mm-hmm. saying something, throwing, throwing right. a thought or just like expressing something or just right. asking me what I thought about something or what I felt about something or, or what I would do about something, you know, then I would give my honest opinion from, and I would always tell like, man, I mean, I'm just basing this on where I'm at in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? How I would do X, Y, and Z. But for the most part, I really didn't feel like, you know, I didn't feel like it was my place to judge or something like that. It was my, it was more so my place to learn. I was learning in that, you know, and I felt sorry because, like, you know, I am a fan, but I looked at him like a human. Like, I looked at him like, yo, that's my bro. That's my homie. Like, he going through something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, you, right. Like, the weight of the world on you. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, much is given, much is tested. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, when it rains, it pours. That go both ways. So it's like, I seen him, like, 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 like the pressure, the, the you know, the, the, the battle that he was going through. It's like, I respected it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why me being so close, when he would, like, do some stuff that was, like, quote, unquote, people would be like, wow, I don't like using the word crazy because that's sensitive. It's like people that's mm-hmm. really dealing with stuff. So I'm not, I don't like saying crazy, but, like, when mm-hmm. he, people would be like, oh, he – he this or he that or blah blah blah. I, I would get it because yeah, you a consumer. You can sit at home look at your. I get it because I, I I do that with other people that I don't know. So I, I get it. How you can be like, oh man, he blah 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 blah. But me sitting right there being like ground zero wedding, I was more so just like really honestly just like praying for him, like yo and and learning myself. You get what I'm saying because I deal with my own anxiety issues, my own mental health issues, my own problems and. I know a lot of people are, but they just not talking about it because we don't got nobody to like teach us how to do stuff. Everybody sorry to tell you, I feel like as parenting, one of the, some of the most pivotal times to be in your child life is from the ages 18 to 30. You get what I'm saying? Because that is mm-hmm. real, bro. 18 mm-hmm. to 30 is some of the most crucial times to the whole trajectory of their whole life. Like, you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I was already, as a young man, in my own little right, in my own bubble, my own world, dealing with my own problems, I was able to get through some of my own stuff by watching him go through his. You know what I'm saying? His is just so magnified because he is, like, one of the most famous people to ever walk the earth. Like, you get right. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
So it's like magnified to go anywhere in the whole world and everybody know who you are. That's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and everything that was dealing with him that he was going through and stuff like that. So for me, it was more so just like an educational process, you know, and I'm sure watching it, you know what I mean? I'm sure, I'm sure Ye really respected and appreciated that in you too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not every day that I'm going to be able to get somebody who can work for me, do a great job. I can also have, you know, intimate conversations with, and he's not going to treat me no different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like that, 100%. that's a, that, that, that's a, that's a blessing in itself. Just, just as much as he was a blessing to you, you was a blessing to him. I'm sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, Man, Kanye was the first person ever in my real quick. Kanye was the first person ever in my whole life. I'm 34 years old. He the first person ever in my whole life to tell me that he believed I'm a leader and that I can mm -hmm. be a leader. And it, and it, I remember one time he got mad at me. And the only thing he said was, I'm trying to teach you to be a leader. Like, you get what I'm saying? That shit stuck with me. Like, that message stuck with me so tough. I never, never, ever forget that. Nobody ever told me nothing like that. They were trying to mm -hmm. help me become a leader. They believe that I'm a leader or that. That I, that I can, you know, they always tell you, yeah, you're going to be good because that's just the positive way to be. You're going to be good. I, they, I want the best for you. But nobody ever really honed in and detailed and been like, man, you a leader. I want you to be a leader. I'm trying to help you be a leader. And be and be frustrated at you and and not belittle you with nothing. The only thing they say was, I'm trying to help you be a leader. And then they frustration, that's it. They tap out. They don't got nothing else to say. They're not. They're not taking nothing from me. I'm not giving you a, a pay cut. I'm not firing you. I'm not holding your job over your head. I'm not doing none of these, none of these things or whatever. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to the next level. I only want you to be your best. If you ain't trying to be your best and you get you get from around me, that's how his that's how his vibe is. That's the type of time mm -hmm. he like, like you see that wall, and when I see the wall, I'm speeding up. Is you gonna speed up with me to mm -hmm. go to go because we going at the wall. If you gonna slow down, you might as well just get off right now. Like you get right. that's why he used right. to be tight when he used to be like, man. People be like, man, I work for Yay because they've been around me for like a couple of weeks. You did not work for me, bro. Like you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? like that type of thing. So that was like the leadership, the confidence breeded in me. That that was bigger. That was like a, 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 a like a huge point in my life, like for sure. Like and I and I was past thirty. I'm thirty one. I was thirty one at the time. Already like year two in with him, and he hit me with that. Like. You know, and, and as a as a he was angry, angry, mad about something. You know what I'm saying? That uh, that we was working on, and it wasn't even on crazy. It was just like creatively, I wasn't going there with him all the, all the way, and really just like capitalizing, like you know how he how he seen how he know I could, like you know what I'm saying? And he was like, nah, and that's all he said, and it was like almost like a take the you know real recognized will take what you want for this, but boom, that's how I feel. And what's 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 your relationship with him now today? I haven't like talked to him. Well, I did see him. I did just talk to him during All Star Weekend. Like we're not like mm -hmm. on the friend. We're not like right. on the phone. Basically, like oh, I talked to him the other day. We texting and stuff. But I did see him and and um in Chicago doing All Star Weekend. Like um at the um United Center, I seen him, like backstage. And it was like intimate too. It wasn't like a whole big crowd of people. And I was like, oh yeah, it was just like he was like literally like standing in the hallway and I walked past and it was like him by itself and me. It was like, Oh, what's up? We just kind of like dapped up, hugged up, chopped it up. And then somebody came out of nowhere to like ask, like called his name. Like, I, mean, I wonder like, he was like, right. I had to do something there. He was like, but I could tell like how his eyes lit up. He, we wanted to like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, 
I'm still like Adidas family, yay family. Like that's my bro for life. Like he changed my life. Like he changed the whole trajectory of everything I got. Like from my brands, like how I'm able to like be confident about it and be able to like sit in these rooms with all these different corporations and, and, and like really tackle my dream and, and speak on it and stand on it and know because I, I've been in rooms with him sitting there and I watch how he go and I just you know what I'm saying? It really tell you it really it really teach you like like about like ain't no can't like we can do this like if we really trying to do this like we gonna build it the right way and know what we talking about as long as your heart is in the right place and your talent is real and you got like a, a nice group of people around you that that's gonna help like water them seeds and get them light with you that's gonna help farm that field with you mm-hmm. boom it's, it's, it's off to the races and he was one of my first supporters when i dropped the midwest kids stuff when i dropped both of the brands he really couldn't fit the sizing the sizing was a little off of me from my namesake brand but when I dropped Midwest Kids, the day that my hoodie, the package landed to his house, he put it on. Like, right. you know what I mean? So just doing stuff like that just showed me that it's like all oh, love. Because he ain't really like a big conversation person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Unless, you like, right. unless you like immediate family and all that, like he ain't really about to be like, he 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 in like 2024, 20, 20, 2045 right now. He ain't like <laughs> sitting there trying to have like small talk. Well, I think that I think that that's dope, man, that you able to like, you know, number one, appreciate y'all time that y'all did have together and and I have no animosity, man, because like in life and I think a lot of what your story has been, nothing stays the same forever. It don't. But that don't don't mean that it has to be anything negative because of it. You know what I'm saying? Your time with him was special. It was unique. And it was, you know, it was very much like pivotal in where you are today. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think that that's I think that that's super powerful and super important for people to ultimately know is that like you know in business and relationships and family shit changes, man. You know what right. I'm saying? When I got with Ye, it was nothing about Ye. Never told me like, bro, you about to work for me. I'm gonna save right. your life. You ain't gonna never have to right. work for nobody else again. <laughs> right. I got you. It, right. He never told me that, so I right. can't be mad if it. You know what I mean? I could. I would be a fool. And if anything, if you really about your stuff, he just said this in an interview, but I've always been saying this before I heard him say this. If you really, really on your dean and you really trying to make this happen and really serious about your, your, your career and your stuff, after being around him for so, so long, you're going to go want to put up your own shots. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? He's going to make you feel like that. Like, yo, you can do this too. He, he not a person that'd be like, you got to be down with me, under me, stay under me. Like he gonna make you feel like that's why so many people around him bossed up because that's what he that's gonna. Why, that's 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 why that's why he a goat. I was I was listening to the uh to the Joe Button podcast earlier today and they was paying homage to you know Andre Harrell who recently passed last week and he was just talking something that made Andre Harrell so special. He was like, man, everybody is not capable of being a boss themselves and like allowing boss people to come up under him and telling them, listen, go spread your wings. And that's ultimately what he did with Puff. Bosses, and you know. Man. Every everybody not built like that, you know what I'm saying. So to hear that Ye is on that same type of time is so dope to hear because the oh, media is not going media not going to pump that type of stuff about Ye, all, man. All the all the real ones that worked on it, yeah, I call it Ye University. I'm a, I'm an alumni <laughs> at Ye University. You know what I'm saying? I graduated right. from Ye University. All the real all the real ones. If you're a real one and you was really serious about your talent and doing your thing, and you went to Ye University and you spent a, over a year there. And you really serious? He definitely took you to another level. You really like the track. Like the, we could just go name. We could just be naming names. Like right. you ain't right. got a name like Virgil. That's the obvious. And the Don C's like 
We can go to here on press. The list just go on. It's so many people of all races and nationalities that people don't even know. Like, yo, they Kanye gave them that start. They used to work as they used to work for Yay. Like, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Like, it's like a farm. He done farmed and like and and artists, so artists, artists, artists too. You got Sean, yeah. Kimber, Wonder, you know, yeah, lot, like so many, like yeah. musically, it, it, it's crazy. You just would never know because he ain't the type of person that gonna run out there and be all like. I did that career. I did this for him. I did that for him. He don't care. He don't even. He don't even care. His only advice is if you are gonna do something on your own, the best advice he can give you is to go way over there and do it. Like you get what I'm right. saying. Like right. don't move across the street and think you about to just set up shop. Like yeah, nah. Yeah. Like, you gonna go to Nebraska. <laughs> now now, now you real competition at that point in time. Now yeah, you like, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you messing up my grind for real. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? You gonna go to Nebraska and do that? You ain't gonna do so, that. Either. So again, after after your time with Yeezy and with Ye, Midwest kids, Daryl Daryl Brown, like you know what I'm saying? No. Talk about first off, first off, who are the Midwest kids? Like you know what I'm saying? Talk to me about like who they are. How did the name come about? How did the brands come about? Like you know, because again, I know you spoke about. You said, listen, my time there has helped me catapult to me yeah. to be here. You know, yep. but how did the idea, where did the, the, the thought process of it come up with? So like, I'm like, you know what I'm talk so to I'm me like, a little bit about that. So I'm like, so, so being with Ye, it really gave me like a sense of like Midwest pride. You get what I'm okay. saying? Because keep in mind, I lived in New York like 10 years doing all these different things, but I'm around like New York people or people from here, people from there. I'm still not around my people until I move home type, you know, until I go home or go visit back home. So being with Ye, it was so refreshing because I'm like, oh, I'm with a bunch of Midwest dudes. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, the structure and everything is set up is like real Midwest, like some real mes- real um, Midwest G's in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Language and everything was like my vibe or whatever. So, like I said, like, you around him for so long, you naturally going to be like, man, I'm trying to take it to the next level. So, being with him, I learned so many much. I, I learned so much. I'm like, you know what? I, I can do a brand. I want to do mm-hmm. my own brand. Like, I figured it out. I'm going to do my own brand. Like, you get what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm going to do, um, like, a collection. Like, you know what I mean? So, collection, like, cut and sew. I'm going to do button-ups, coat. I'm going to do a real collection. Launch my in Paris, all that other stuff. Um, I've always been a fan of workwear. Like, my dad, like I said, I come from, like, Midwest, real blue-collar, nine-to-five factory workers. That's in my DNA. That's... But I'm um, used to seeing my parents get up and grind, go to work every day, put their uniforms on, that whole thing. So that that natural style is already in me, like the athletic swag with, mixed with the hard work and wear swag. That's just naturally my DNA, how I get dressed. But over the past five years, it's been like a trend, like a fashion trend. We're like Carhartt and Dickies and just work wear aesthetic and and gym clothes and, and sweatsuits and hoodies, that's like a thing now. That's like a trend. That's like they try to box it up and make it seem like that's it. But I took that as like, oh no, that's really me though. Like that's how I get down. So I'm gonna make a collection. I'm gonna launch a, I'm gonna launch a brand and I chose the name of Daryl Brown. I'm like, I'm gonna name my namesake brand because all of the great things that we go to from Walmart to driving a Chrysler to all these things from our, our refrigerator to everything, them all people names. That's remember me yeah. talked about this before. Yeah, that's, yeah, all, yeah. that's lineage. Them, yeah. them real names. There's some little fours yeah. running around here. Like that's <laughs> the you know, um, you know, William Dickey and, and, and Carhartt, them people last name. That's not something they just pulled out the sky, like we're gonna call this yep. Carhartt. Yep. 
No, yeah. that was a person. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So yep. my whole thing was, as a, Afri- as a Black African-American man, I was like, I want to, you know, build a legacy brand and sit in at that, that table. I don't got to all be, I'm the best. I'm better than Diggy. I'm better than Carr. Don't worry no more. Worry me. I don't want to be that. I just want to sit at the table with Ben Davis, Carhartt, um, Dickie. I know they've been around for like 40, 50, 100, hundreds of years or whatever, but I feel like I can have a new legacy brand. That's a 20-year brand, 10-year brand where like it started off like this because by where I'm at in life, it come out by way of fashion, but <coughs> excuse me. But <laughs> excuse me. But it's you know, I'm off, you know, cause at the place I'm at in life, but it, it got legs to grow and, and where my dad can really be and friends and stuff like that, people really be wearing this to work and, and to dinner with their ladies. And you know, I was like, I'm gonna make a real collection. So boom, I set out um on making my own collection. I'm still working with yeah at the time. So I, mm-hmm. I'm more so remember I told you that. OG gave me that game. You ride the wheels until the wheels fall off. You don't quit one thing and be like, oh, I'm going to just right. leave a chance. Right. So I'm still working with Ye, doing my thing. And on the side, I'm cooking, like getting my samples made and this, that, and the third, going through that whole pr- program. I put $62,000 of my own money into my first collection, uh, uh, getting it made, produced samples, going through the whole process, whatever. Taking all my money, putting it at my savings, all that, still working with Ye. So I'm like, okay, let me be getting this built. So then when this is ready, then I can walk away from it. But then I'm feeling weird too, because I'm like, man, he gonna be mad at me. Like he gonna be mad at me if I gotta go to him and be like, cause I'm thinking like 2019 January was what I was aiming for to debut my collection at Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So all the 2018, I'm working on it. I'm nervous. I'm like, he gonna be mm-hmm. upset when I do. How how am I gonna like? get out of the situation and go off and do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? But luckily the way it happened, just the way things was going at the time, he he took a step back for his own from for his own right, away from like the brand and whatever. So we all kind of like was free to like go and do our own thing, or whatever. So that was, that gave me the thing to be able to like get away from him on good terms. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is another blessing because most right. people don't leave mm-hmm. on good terms. They either mm-hmm. get kicked out or they ran out on their own and they was mad. Like, you get what I'm saying? But they don't get to just, like, I left, it was it was fruit, it was blessing. Like, we are, we we left on good terms, you know what I'm saying? We yeah, own it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm done with him or whatever, you know, so I finished with him finally in like November 2018 or whatever. And by then I already had like a little money saved up. So I'm like, okay, cool, I got a little cushion. And then I'm already knee-deep in my own brand. Samples is coming back to me. I'm like, nigga, we're off to the races. Because I was already, like, wearing my samples to work. And he'd be, like, peeping on me every now and then, like, what's that? What, what, what's that? I'm like, oh, there's some pants that I made. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but he was saying it was fire and stuff. So that that was, like, confidence. I'm like, yeah, I'm on my right path. Because he already telling me that my brand is fire. And he don't even know that that's his brand or whatever. You know what I mean? And I was like, but I don't want to be, like, um, once I get right into the into the thick of things, I wanted to be done with him so he wouldn't feel like I was like, you know what I mean? That's like a conflict yeah. of interest. Like, are you working for me mm-hmm. and then make your own brand? Right, you know what I mean? right, right. So we got to that place of like naturally going, our, I was able to be done with him. I was like, this is perfect. So now I'm finished and I'm right, right back to like, kind of like the situation I was with Slam. I'm, like, I'm, out, I'm, I'm out of a job, but this time I'm set up a little better. I got a proper roof over my head, got a little money saved up. You get what I'm saying? And I'm already got and started the process of getting my brand going. 
which is going to debut in, in Paris. But I realized that that was Daryl Brown was more of a structured calendar, big budget type of deal. I needed something quick to be like feeding my creative juices and bringing in like some quick, fast money. So I love vintage. Like I collect vintage hoodies. You see all on my Instagram, I'm posting vintage clothes and stuff. I got a vintage company that I just started. We had talked about that. But Early bird. Early bird down market where I sell like resale vintage clothes and stuff like that. So um, at the time, I'm like sitting there with my home, with, with Anastasia and I'm, with, um, my lady Anastasia, and I'm sitting there with my homie Bugatti, and we like um, sitting there at the table. It's on Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving, we just like chilling, like you know, drinking, eating and stuff. And I'm wearing a Brown University hoodie, say mm-hmm. Brown on it, it's all heather gray, and it say Brown. But it's vintage. It's old, so it's like ripped here, ripped here. It's like falling apart. So I made a little joke at the table, like, dang, my little hoodie falling apart on me. I'm going to have to get a new one. I might as well just make my own, you know, because mm-hmm. another thing, like, for working with Ye, he 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 really showed me the power of, like, I'm not buying nothing from nobody else. I'm going to make all my own stuff. I'm going to make my own T-shirt, make my own this, make my own that. So I really was on some – I really been on some – I'm making my own type of time. I see a hoodie, like, that's fire. Buy one so I can go make my own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I need to just make my own vintage hoodie, man. Like, my last name is Brown. So that's another reason why I like the Brown University hoodie because it said Brown real big. Like, I'm going to make my own hoodie. But then I was like, man, that might be kind of corny me making hoodies with Brown on them. Like, that for what? Just to have a hoodie with your last name or whatever. And then I was like, man, um, I forgot exactly how it went because I always be saying like Midwest kids and stuff like that. Midwest kids, mm-hmm. it's like a, a pride tradition and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like saying, you know, yay be saying that. You know, we all said in the click like we Midwest kids. Like you know, what I'm saying we from the Midwest. So uh, I forgot how it went down, but I was like, I'm gonna put Midwest kids on a hoodie. You know what I'm saying? And the collegiate fine or whatever. So uh, Gotti's sitting there, he's like, yeah, that'll be fire. And um, Anna like, yeah, that'll be good. They both like, oh, I like how that sound. Like, it just clicked. Like, Midwest Kids Collegiate Fire on the thing. And then Gotti, you know, he do the graph. He just mopped it up real quick. Like, boom, like this. I'm like, yeah, mm. like that. Like, that's it right there. Like, boom. So uh, we got a couple made. Like, just me and Gotti. I was like, man, get a couple made for me. You know what I mean? Gotti just got a made for me because he was already doing his brand mud made. So, Mm-hmm. He already had the printer and pot. He's like, man, I could just get you some made, bro, so you can see how it made. So he got me, like, a couple of them made. I'm wearing them on, like, Instagram. But then at the time, Brian's still in Cleveland playing. So remember, we going to all the games. Yeah, I'm we went wearing, to the games. Right, right, I'm right, got the, the yeah. on, on yeah. everybody. Like, keep wearing it in front of people. People ask me, like, what's up with that hoodie? Like, where can I get them from? I, I'm kind of, like, going on people vibes because – I studied for real. Like when he first came out with his brand, Billionaires Boys Clubs, Billionaires Boys Club, for, the, for like that first two years, all we seen P wearing was like just that black t shirt or that black hoodie with the white astronaut logo head. We didn't even see like all these designs or no website to sell it. Remember, it was all the rumors like, man, you got yeah. a billionaire to get right, that. Right, 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 right. So I was like, that's how I'm going to treat this Midwest kids hoodie. Like, I'm just going to wear it. And mm-hmm. I gas myself, I'm going to wear it for like a couple months and just be out and about wearing it and take the picture and see what people respond is, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was doing that, and people was like paying attention, like, oh, that's fire, like, you know what I mean? And then people started asking me, like, man, I want to buy one. So, boom, made the website. 
I sold a little couple, sold a few online. You know, they they they, they were doing really well. So then I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a cool little hustle, little side hustle, bring in some little, you know, some little side money add to the pot. I could just jug hoodies on the side. Cool, mm-hmm. boom. Mm-hmm. I'm still just moving about my business, doing a hoodie. I'm doing it all by myself. Uh, moving so my dude Gotti is like helping me with the site, but he really just kind of like like let me do my thing or whatever. So. Um, Bron, fast forward, like I already kind of, I don't know Bron, but I knew the Bron stylist, Brennan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We became good friends because naturally we met it. We we in Paris one time. We sit in this restaurant called Ferdy. It's like a popular restaurant there. We notice like you just naturally notice the minorities in in them type of places. Like you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you you, mm-hmm. you notice like oh we the only brothers. So he's sitting there mm-hmm. with his lady. I'm sitting there with my lady. We saw we caught, but we sit next to each other. How, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we keep having to like scoot, and we getting closer and closer and closer. Naturally, you know, just being like manners, we all start sparking up a conversation, like the four. Mm-hmm. We talk mm-hmm. to each other. I'm like, you know, I, I, I do. I'm stylist for yay. He like, I'm the stylist mm-hmm. for Ron. It was mm-hmm. just like, long. we just hit it off. Like, yo, two young, you know, two young black males. Like, we right here meeting like this in Paris, and we both styling like two of the most iconic black males in the world. Wow. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. we have like respect for each other and we stayed in contact, hit each other like, yo, that was dope. I seen this, I seen, you know, et cetera, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so fast forward when I started doing my own brand, I started going back through my contact because this whole year, you know, I got, you know, we talking, we we've been talking for a while now. I'm like 10 years in the game now. I work for Rocksmith, all these different things. Now all this time working for all these I just always been a good worker and did a good business. I never asked nobody for nothing. Like, you get what I'm saying? So now, fast forward 2019, I'm finally doing my own brand. You know, in the, in the 2018, going into 2019, I'm finally doing my own brand. Now, I'm cashing in on favors. Like, I'm hitting people up like, yo, I'm doing my own thing now. What's up? Like, I'm hitting all the buyers up from all the stores. I'm hitting all my model friends, uh, my rapper homies, my influencer friends, my people, mm-hmm. my friends that do marketing and events. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm doing mm-hmm. cool. And mm-hmm. surprisingly, everybody showed me love. Like so many people was like, man, I've been waiting for you to do something, man. I've been told you. I remember Joe Fresh Goods, man, gave me some of the best advice ever. I seen him in Chicago one time. I'm out there because I was living in Chicago with Ye for like, we was down there based in Chicago for like three, mm-hmm. four months. So I'm like living mm-hmm. in Chicago. It was so weird flying from LA to Chicago like every week and every other day and all this other stuff. And I go pull up on Joe one time and Joe just dropped like one of the craziest gems on me. He was like, man, as your friend, I'm gonna tell you that I'm proud of you, but I'm also gonna tell you that I don't wanna look up and see you in the same place in six years. Mm. And I was just mm. like, ooh, like that was just like a- That hit you. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> Bet, bet that up. You ain't gonna worry about it. Like, thank you, because I knew right. what he was saying. Like, he was giving me the best game ever. I was like, bet. So, um, yeah. So I'm like cashing in on all these favors. Like, bro. So Brennan was one of the ones I said. I'm like, bro, I got a hoodie, uh, bro. I love to like get it to the king or anybody that you even got for the Midwest that you think you know. Hold me down. I sent him a picture. He like, man, I say no more. Like, done deal. You know, but I know how it go because I used to be like that with yeah. Everybody beat me up. <laughs> right. like, oh, show yeah. Right. yeah. I'd be like, man, right. that's good. But I'm like, whatever. But I'm just, I don't want to, I ain't going to shit on you. You know, I ain't mm-hmm. going to, like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to like, you know, 
dead your dream. I ain't gonna, you know what I mean, like stump your dreams out. So I was just, I'm thinking like, man, Brendan probably just like being a good sport and being like, bro, yeah, send that hoodie. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. At the time, I'm only got, it was like a, a Russell Blank with the Midwest kid. Yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Brown is Brown. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he not going to do that. So I sent him it a couple weeks go by and then like, bro, I literally woke up. It's like the day before New Year's, but like right at the day after Brown's birthday. And like Brown wore it to like, Private a little birthday. dinner or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. a little private who like a little private invite only birthday party, but like somebody like leaked the picture with like him and like you know the whole gang that we yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all them and he got yeah. that young and boy I teared up, boy I remember I cried like a baby. In the <laughs> that was just like a moment for me. I was like, man, I really was going to all them fucking games. Like, you get what I'm saying? And I was wearing that hoodie on purpose. And I used to be telling my niggas, like, Bron gonna fuck with me. Bron gonna wear this hoodie. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, Bron is gonna see this. Like, how could he not hate on this? Like, I just I just had a good feeling about it. I really believed in it. I was like, man, like, like this this hoodie is gonna take off. So for him to, like, just look. And then Brendan was like, I ain't had nothing to do with that. He just threw that on on his own type deal. So that showed me. I'm like, yo, he, and then... Like I said, I've been around Ye for four years, so they know what they be doing. They know they're going to change some kid life when they throw some some brand on that don't nobody know about that somebody. They know when I throw this brand on, I walk outside, nine times out of ten, whoever this is attached to this, they about to make a killing. I'm about to, right. I'm about to send them up. Like, you can, right. they know. Like, right. Ye, yeah, they know. They used to yeah, they know. know. Like, Yo, I, that's yeah. why sometimes they shy away from stuff, because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you ain't about to capitalize off me. Right, like, so right. Yeah, no, right. Ye, like, who t-shirt is that? What brand is right. that? Right. No, no. <laughs> ain't about to get right. So for him to just throw it on, that means you know what you're doing. Like, bro, you about to mm-hmm. look out. You know what I'm saying? So when he once he did that, I immediately like boom, grabbed the lawyer, trademark, LLC, set up Midwest Kids, incorporated, grabbed the name, all that. Now I feel like I, I own Midwest Kids, the trademark name, hundred percent the name, like. I feel like power did when I used to work for when I used to work for Rocksmith and it was like telling us all these Wu Tang stories and all this other stuff. I used to be wondering like, who is power? You get what I'm saying? Because power <laughs> one of the owners of Wu Tang, you know. And for people right, that watching right. this, y'all, I know y'all probably wondering like, who is power? If y'all ever seen in the movie Belly, Knowledge, who played the, the guy who played Knowledge and Power, that's I mean the guy who played knowledge in belly, that's power. The real that's power, person. right. Mm-hmm. Power. That's mm-hmm. for a visual. Mm-hmm. That's him. That's the mm-hmm. real man. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So power, if y'all don't know, I know the Wu Tang saga just came out. He was one of the original, and they're gonna show this in season two, but he was one of the original executives to help start. Um, you know, he he linked up with Rizza and Rizza brother, and they, you know, he put mm-hmm. the bread behind him because he was like the, the drug lord and the you know, yeah. the, big man, yeah. the OG, he brought everybody together. So from that, he made smart business moves by owning the trademark to the bird. You know what I'm him saying? And the, him and Divine, right? Yeah, him and Divine, yeah. which is mm-hmm. like him and Rizzo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Him mm-hmm. and Divine mm-hmm. own the bird and the name the Wu Tang. That man don't got to do nothing. He going to be the good. Rest of his life. Life. That's a yeah. royalty. And he used to yeah. be telling me that and schooling me about gang with that when we used to be at Rocksmith. He used to be schooling me about gang, about the trademarks and all that. Like, yo, I don't care what happened. Like, I ain't gotta have no records and all that. Like he a part of that trademark. Like you know what I'm saying? So for me to get Midwest kids off and then own the shout out to my lawyer, but then own the trademark, own Midwest kids, 
Yeah, you good forever. I ain't born that. I'm like, that's a good royalty. I'm building up for myself. Like, I'm good for life. I feel like Midwest Kids is just as powerful as that swoosh, them three stripes, that Jumpman logo, all that. I believe in it just like that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I believe in it. But then Midwest Kids is, I got my partner, my, my, my homie, uh, Gerald Riley Bugatti helping me, and then my boy Benny, Ben Hobart from Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? We all Ohio boys. You Benny know I mean? Park. Yeah, you know what I mean? And we all naturally just do different things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm like the creative and, and, and you know, the ideas and, you know, the vision and all that. But then my dogs, I just looked at it like I took like a um, like a Jay-Z and like a whole mentality. Like I could have went and got strangers and hired them to do the same thing my friends can do. You get what I'm saying? My friends know how to run because we spent years working for other companies working jobs, making them money. Like, my friends know how to run websites, do graphics, design, do photo shoots. The same brother, um, Denzel, that I started with in my dad's bedroom taking pictures. Now he a huge photographer and shoot for Errol Spence and all these other celebrities and athletes and all that stuff and based in Dallas and got it, you know, got his whole, his own photography company going and all that. So, yeah, bro, that's why I say, like, the journey makes the story better, man. Like, Man, I do you remember do you remember that time when I we was out in LA? I think it was last year. Um and we all went to it was the warehouse you was at, you was getting all the pieces and stuff together for Daryl Brown. Do you remember that? Yeah. Man, that was the first time that I kind of got like a an inward look into like the mind of a creative, like in their in their field. Yeah. And like and like I really had like a real appreciation for what I seen you and the stage and, and Jerome like how y'all moved yeah. in, in that situation. Like it was, because I think a, a lot of times for people on the outside, like you just look at it from a certain perspective. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have any idea. But like when I seen y'all in y'all, in y'all element, yeah. I, I, I was able to see the genius and like the, you know, the, the, it's just something like a unique skill yeah. set that, that exactly. y'all had. I know exactly. Like, and, and everybody don't have that. Like I, I even think that my mother has that to an extent. She's able to like look at things and know how it's supposed to lay, how it's supposed to look, like yeah. how the room was supposed to be set up. Yeah. Like that is yeah. a skill. And I think that you know what I'm saying. What you doing with Midwest Kids with Daryl Brown? Like all of that is like part of your skill set. But yeah. it's even it's even a higher purpose attached to that. Yeah. So yeah. See, that's that's just so dope to see, man. It's just so dope to see the brand. And you know what I'm saying, be catapulted what it is. Like you said, we was going to them Cavs games together. Like you know what I'm saying, when the midway. Yeah, yeah, going to them games, and it was like remember in that mode. I was going. It was like, like, like when I say it all mattered. It all mattered. Like you get what I'm saying. I was going to the games, cool. Yeah, with my homie and my and my and my lady, and we we had the game. But I had a different. I was really looking at Brum. Like you get what I'm saying. I was right. really trying to get a seat down low for a reason. I was going for something. Like, you know what I mean? I had a whole vision in my head, like, man, hmm, okay, bet. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. all right, bet. Like, man, this, this, this is going to happen. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it was like when he wore it, that catapulted. And then literally the next week, I got a bunch of them printed off, and I sent them to Ye, right? Mm-hmm. So. I was excited because I knew, like, I know the media and the power of, like, social media and everything being one phone away. So I was like, man, I know Ye done seen this. I know right. somebody somewhere was like, look at your boy. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, do, you think, do you think that everybody can sell merch? 
No. For anybody? No. Because I, I feel like, uh, you know, that's why I be telling people now, like, you know, people be hitting me up like, man, I want to start a brand, this, down the third. Like, I tell stories through Carmen's. Mm -hmm. I'm telling stories. Like, everything I'm mm -hmm. doing and releasing like Midwest Kids, we did 14 pop-ups, 14 activations. We done did collabs with the NBA. We did collabs with, with LeBron and them uninterrupted for All-Star. did mm -hmm. a um, collaboration with Adidas, whole pop-up situation. You know, we done did a lot of activations, a lot of collaborations and stuff like that. But, like, when I say it's built, not bought, like, every like all the way down to the days I spent in Toledo is what helped me be able to sell a hoodie today. Like, you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. all the things. You got some things, of course, you just can't help it. Like, you got some people, they got, like, proper resources, they got proper financial backing, or they just like linked up with the right celebrity or athlete. And in that situation or that time or that moment or that saying or that phrase or something that's just on fire where it's just like an like anomaly where it's just boom, that was the sellout. But most brands and stuff like that, like even like Ralph Lauren, he almost failed in his first three years. He almost packed it up and was like, I'm done. I can't do this. Like, you know, every, every, Every great artist or anything, any like being successful, like having su real success is like hard. You get what I'm saying? And like, especially like even now, like mu clothes is like music, like like SoundCloud apps, like <laughs> new brand every day. Like you know what right. I'm saying? New brand every day. It's a new T-shirt, a new hat, a new right. something every day that somebody like, oh, you should wear this. You should wear this. You should wear this. And I want twelve hundred for it. I want forty forty dollars for it. I want eight hundred dollars for it. But it's like. What's the foundation behind it? What's the story behind it? Who behind it? Like Midwest Kids, it's not even about me. I'm a mm -hmm. part of the Midwest Kids. I'm a part right. of that story. Right. I was just blessed that I thought of the idea to bring, you know what I mean? People I have hit me up every day and be like, bro, I really love this brand and what it's standing for, how it's like, like uh, bringing pride. Like I started Midwest Kids because I would travel all over the world, East Coast. I would travel all over the world. And people were like, man, I'm from East Coast. I'm from LA. I'm from West Coast, New York down south, Atlanta, Texas, Florida, and you're like, I'm from the Midwest, and people be like, ain't both thugs from Cleveland, or I came from Chicago, or I had a layover one time in Detroit. I was on my way people, to- People don't even know what the yeah, Midwest like, is, man. Yeah, like, it just be lost, so it's like, right. I want to like, give people like a tradition, like, besides like the athletes and entertainers, like, yo, the Midwest got like some great people, great traditions, great things, a lot of food, a lot of ways of living. A lot of actors, a lot of entertainers, a lot of great people from presidents to all types of stuff came and born and raised from the Midwest. A lot that's of right. People, that's right. A lot of people meet meet their spouse in the Midwest, relocate right. in the Midwest, start their business in the Midwest. Except a lot of people, a lot of people in LA and New York is from the Midwest. Exactly. And then they, yeah. or they or they or they or they or they or they grew up here and they and they move go to college out there and then next right. thing you know they, they they living out there and, and and right. you know, set up shop out there and stuff like that. So I wanted to like shine a light on that. That's why it's not no mascot. It's just Midwest kids. It's like that brand, I'm never gonna let that go. Somebody gonna have to offer me like the woo for it. Cause that is when you think about it, that Midwest kids is born every day. It's timeless, it's genreless. Like I'm trying to grow it so much to where I want it to be to where it's gonna be a, you ain't gonna be able to land in Midwest without Without you ain't gonna be able to go into an arena, a, a, a school, a college, an airport, a gift shop without seeing Midwest kids in there. Without it just being like, I just want it to be like a staple 
home brand like Abercrombie, like Nike. It just is. It's just existing. It's not like a, oh, oh, like, it's not like a, um, I don't make clothes that, that I, I vowed to, like, not make clothes and make people feel like they got to be at a certain status in life or have a certain stigma to be down. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got kids from all races, races, age, shapes, and sizes. Even when I fought for my trademark, that was one of the things. They was like, man, that's a brand for kids. No, I got old people wearing this, bro. Quit playing with me. Right. Like, right. You get what I'm saying? Like, I got whole families going to Disney World and buying a whole family reunion, Midwest kids, hoodies, and stuff like that. Like, this is like a whole legacy brand. Like, I bet you have people don't even know who run Midwest kids. Right. <laughs> right. Or, or even know that it's a black dude with dreads. Right, <laughs> like you, you get what I'm saying, and, and stuff like that. Like, and that's what do I wanted you, to be like about. Do, I, w- I would love for like me and Anna, like, like I have kids, and my kids like be like living off Midwest kids. Like, yo, like my dad owned this brand. Like, type yeah, of, yeah, that's the that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. Do you do you look at yourself as a as a businessman or a, as an artist? I look at myself as just a creative. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just a young mm-hmm. creative. I'm a normal dude. Like, for yeah. real, for real, like, I'm really just a simple, normal dude from Toledo, Ohio. I got some dreams. I don't have a gnarly ride. You get what I'm saying? And, and, and I had some things. I learned a lot of things along the way. Picked up on some things. Put down on some things. You know, had my trials and tribulations. But I wouldn't call myself a designer. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm an artist. I'm just, like, a – I'm just a creative. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a businessman because I had to, like, really tap into and learn business over the last three years. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like how Jerobe saying in one of his lyrics, he got this line where he'd be like, um, I put it on paper, then put it in play. Like, I'm not the right. brightest. I'm not the right. smartest. I don't got the best ideas, none of that. I can just execute better than a lot of other people can. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's what's the gnarly part about it. I can execute right. and stay a little bit more consistent than the next man can. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's separating. I feel like separating a lot of people is, is – some people was willing to do it and some people not. 100%. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people want to be Braun. A lot of people want to be Yay. A lot of people want to be you. A lot of people want to be me. But they have no idea what it's like to walk in them shoes every day. Like, At all. a lot of people want to be me. They do not want to do what I do every day. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? They not with They want what I got in that Instagram post or they want, right. they want that look or they yeah. want that high five or they want them they want That's those a fact. Purpose, but they ain't That's really trying to like, you know what I'm saying? Get down there in the trenches with you. You know what I mean? Do you think almost that? Like, do you almost think like that? How you, almost like how you said, my fault. Almost how you no, said. You good? You good? Almost like you said, like, man, what? Why you? What? What made you just not quit some days? Like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Because so many people would have been like, I seen them do it. It was literally like I seen them quit right next to me. Like, yo, we was going strong for like months and then now look you not there nowhere. You was like, yo, I'm I'm going home. Right. You know, right. I had so many homies that was like my good friends in New York and then they went back to South Carolina or wherever they was from. They was like, I can't do this. I'm out. Like, right. So, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that anybody is do you think that everybody is a creative in their own way? Yes. One thousand percent because I can be in my lane, lane right here talking confidently, standing on my own tent, telling you everything there is to know about fashion or whatever it is I know and what I'm into. And then in the same breath, you can sit there and just get to going in and have me looking little in a room. Like, you get what I'm saying? You can share. You could drop some gems on me and share a whole – you can open your toolbox on me and I'll turn to student. 
You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or somebody else, we can get on the phone with somebody else and they're going to open up their toolbox on us and we're going to be like, huh? You, mm-hmm. and then, then what? Like, you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I feel like mm-hmm. everybody got their own unique they own unique skill. Like my my story, I'm dope at what I do, but I think Anna is way better than me in fashion. Way right. way flyer and way more like creative and, and, and all that other type of stuff. You get what I'm saying? And, and mm-hmm. vice versa. So I never like try to gas myself or like, you know, like play myself like, oh, I just got it and everybody else don't got it. They just ain't figured it out. A lot of stuff they ain't figured it out yet. And uh, information and lack of kahunas. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Like my old lady, fear, like you need to hold fear, like you know what I mean. Like what you doing? Fear, you know what I'm fear. I think fear is like the main factor that keeps people from like taking action and chasing their dreams. Like people be psyched jump. out and they fear yeah, you they, don't jump, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, never yeah. jump, bro. Literally, you don't. Fear is why you don't jump. It's like being little, a little kid, and your dad or your mom in the pool, like jump, and you like. No, yeah, right, but you right, know, the right. four, it's only three feet. You taller than the water. They right there and everything, but you like, fuck that. Like, right, I'm, right, I'm cool right. with all that. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need this. Like, you know, and that's how it is. Like, especially coming from a place like Toledo, I'm the first person doing what I'm doing. Like, you get what I'm saying? I got stuff lined up, some stuff I'm about to do with like Adidas and stuff like that. I'm the first person from my city that ever did that. Right. First person that's doing what I'm doing, like, and, and, and coming how I'm coming. So I look at it like it's my job to, like, that's why I like doing stuff like this. It's my job to talk to people. Like, I do, like, different speaking engagements. I did. I spoke at Loyola University and stuff like that and, like, other different, like, panels or whatever. I feel like it's important to, like, teach people and get that game because I wish I would have had certain knowledge and had somebody to – I got. I made it this far – just tripping off my own map. Nobody right there to tell me, like, bro, come this way, turn left, and then you do that. I, I never had a chance to, like, going through this and pick up the phone and be like, man, I'm just stressed out. Call back home. Like, I'm stressed out because I'm trying to do X, Y. I couldn't do that. I literally had to sit there and just deal with it myself, look to the left of me, look to the right of me, like, man, what we going to do? How I'm going to figure this out and all that. I had to really just, like, really, really, bro, just get it off the muscle, man. Like, yeah, inf- inf- information, man, is like the best currency that we can get. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? By sharing by sharing information with each other, man, we allowing bro. not only ourselves to flourish, we allowing other people who come in after us to flourish. You'll so be it's, surprised. It's, it's important that you're saying that, man. Right, because you'd be surprised, like, man, just sharing some information, bro, can change a person's whole trajectory. Of, That's like, a fact. That's a fact. But, like, you know how I many times I've been in a room or been in a conversation or even just little stuff I'm picking up from this, and I'm like, Ooh, you right. Oh, mm-hmm. bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, definitely, bro. Communication. Tell me, tell, tell me this, man. If you had to, like, if you had to say what your five values and principles that an entrepreneur should have, what do you think they would be? Um, patience. You know what I'm saying? Um, patience is my number one. That's patience is what I battle with. I feel like most humans have a hard time with battling with period in life all the way from like anything, you know what I'm saying? All across the board of life scale. Patience mm-hmm. is one. Um, knowing how to tap into your resources. Mm-hmm. You know, we got this pride thing because society built us up to feel like, you know, these, these, these um, fugazi fake checkpoints in life or, or status quo where we feel like we should be you know, um, me, per- I'm only speaking from, a perfect, from my own personal experiences, but, like, 
letting that pride go and really tapping into your resources. Like, it's okay to ask for help. You gonna need some help, dog. And if you think you're not gonna need some help, then you ain't planning to do nothing great. Cause you gonna need some help. Like, tapping into, knowing, knowing you can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, it's a lot of stuff I know how to do. I know how to paint my house. I'm calling somebody to come paint it though. Like, you get what I'm saying? I'm not painting it myself unless I just mm-hmm. got to. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. doing that and then, like, learning how to delegate, you know what I mean? Learning how to, like, really, like, uh, put posi- put, pe- put people in position. That's one of the things I learned from Ye. Like, he the master coach. Like, he Coach K. He Phil Jackson. He got rings, bro. Nobody ever talk about that. Like, you know what I mean? Being a master orchestrator to be able to take all different forms and come in contact with all different forms of walk of life and put them all on, on one beat in a court to, to achieve a goal for something for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got Midwest kids, Daryl Brown, and Early Bird Market. And through them, I'm working with all different people in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? From, from an 18-year-old kid all the way to somebody that's in their 40s, all these in all different walks of life and living in different parts of the mm-hmm. country. You know what I mean? One of the photographers that shot Daryl Brown lookbook, he a kid from Toledo that I met in Japan. Right, right. He lives in Japan. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's just that learning how to, like, dedicate it, learn how to be like, bro, I'm, I need you to do this. I'm going to step back and let you do that and, and let mm-hmm. you grow and, and blossom and do that. But, yeah, those are, like, really just some of the thing, main things is foundation, man, um, you know, of course, trusting in, trusting in your moves and what you're trying to do. And then really just staying true to something. Like I said, I tell stories through my projects so I can stay on course. Otherwise, I'm just mm-hmm. no, I'm just moving around, no compass. No, mm-hmm. Don't nothing make sense to my life. I'm just doing stuff just to do it. Every T-shirt, every project, most things I did, like, matter. It, it meant something. I was able to, like, tell a story or, like, tap into it to where – it's almost like a tattoo I can stand on it and be like, oh, that, man, that's because I was, we was, or we was trying to, or I was, or this X, Y, and Z, or this means, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Otherwise, it's easy to just get caught because the world is changing so fast, man. If you, if you ain't really like holding on to nothing and like standing on to nothing, man, you just get swept up. Like, you know what I mean? You would go, you would go, you would just go with the flow of life and be standing for this, standing for that, doing this, doing that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what keep, that's what make things like legacy brands and successful is like the consistency and then doing that over and over and over, but staying in pocket, staying true to their beliefs. That's why we respect chicken filet. Like they don't open on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way, that's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But let McDonald's close on Sunday. Right. It's going to be a problem because right. it's like, you ain't standing in your lane. Who you think you is? People not even going to be mad that they closed. They're going to be mad that they tried to close and be like, you get what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Who do I think y'all are to be closing? Like, but that's, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. Just, you know, just being true to your true to your path. You know what I'm saying? Not judging the next man path. Not being like, man, why? Why he going? Why he on heels? And I'm, I'm still over here walking straight. He going up his heel, though, man. Just, you know. Yeah, I love I love that man. That's, that's dope. Tunnel vision on man. Yeah, that's dope. Um, talk. What about what's the what's what's the goals for Midwest kids and, and Daryl Brown, man? You you spoke about it earlier, you know, on the, on the podcast, man. You said, listen, I want my kids to be able to eat off this for a long time. You know, when the day comes when you do have kids, you know, how important is the legacy, the legacy and the goals and the long term play for what you got have I going wanna, on right now? 
Yeah, right now I just want to build it, man. I got two brands. I just want to get them both to like being super successful brands where I'm able to like you know take care of, take care of myself and and you know that whole nine and yeah, man. Like I feel like uh, like 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 the people I work for, like the people that came before me that I work for and all that. I want to be able to do the same thing, have a multi million dollar brand and be doing stuff in the community with Midwest kids and giving back and helping young designers and young creatives like I'm already working with my brands. I've took my opportunity and I'm already like tapping in and working with like young creatives and young graphic designers and young entrepreneurs who who like might need an outlet. So it's like I'm giving them the same opportunity that Ye gave me and Eric and Kenshin gave me. Like, yo, come get down with me and like get busy. Like, oh you like it's like another sports analogy. Like, oh you play ball, you outside on the dirt court every day. Like I got a little ring over here. You come hoop in my backyard. You come hoop in my mm-hmm. gym. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and let, let's get busy and grow it and build it. So that's really where I'm at. And, you know, um, I like to look up and be like, find a new me, get a bunch of me's and, and hire a bunch of me's. And I look up and I'll be in like my 40s and my 50s, sitting back chilling somewhere, bossed up like, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't got to be like all millions in a mansion and all that. But just have my own little right where somebody could be like, oh, that's Durham, man. Remember him? He did. He do blah, 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 blah. But not not like a has-been, really, where it's like, you ain't doing that no more, and I, or I got to be all on the ground still trying to get fits off. I'm trying to be, like, just chilling, raising my kid, you know what I'm saying, raising my kids and, and holding it down, but, like, still tapped into the culture and pushing it forward to where, like, somebody else somewhere five, ten years from now is sitting on a podcast with their homies, and they're like, and I work for Durrell, and Durrell did yeah. this. And yeah, then yeah. Blase Blau or somebody doing their podcast and they're like, and I used to tap in and watch Johns every day. And then right. I did this and, you know, that's where I'm trying to take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's dope. DB, man. Thank you, bro. You know, this, it, this, bro. This, this, is this, this is a good talk. We've been over here like three hours, man. Bro, hey, <laughs> you have definitely you have definitely eclipsed the longest uh, <laughs> podcast episode, but it's all good. When I started this, I said, man, I'm trying to be on some Joe Rogan shit, man. I'm trying to be like two, three hours type yeah, shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. So this is this has been amazing. Bro. All organic, you know, though. All organic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said from the beginning, man, when I started it, it was certain people I wanted to highlight. And you was definitely one of those people, man. You know, so I thank you. I can't thank you enough for coming on. I appreciate on. that, um, bro. Yeah, no problem. So before we get out of here, man, I just got like a couple rapid questions that I run yep, down. Yep. Um, and we'll end it. Um, so the so the first question is, man. Um, what's what's your intentions for for twenty twenty? What what are your intentions, man? What are you what are you trying to put out there? What are you trying to manifest, man? My intentions, man. I really been using this time. You know, we going through a wild year. Twenty twenty is gonna be remembered forever. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm using this time to really just reset my compass and get back to the basics. And I mean by like, um, I've been using 2020 to focus more on not so much of my work life. You know what I'm saying? We all, we all get caught up in, I'm trying to get to the bag. I'm trying to get to the bag and work, 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 work. And then I found myself over the last couple of years be, becoming like socially removed, noticing like I don't got no hobbies. I don't really got like a, a tight circle, social circle, unless it's about work or like fashion. So for me, I just been like, I've been talking to my parents more, having more mm-hmm. meaningful conversations with, with my lady and with friends and family that, that don't care none about fashion. And we ain't talking <laughs> about fashion or, or, or right. none of this world. We talking about just regular life and like mm-hmm. spending time doing normal things, you know what I'm saying? And like, and working out and stuff like that. Like I've been working out hard body since January 6th, you know what I'm saying? So 
Nope. Staying, nope. staying in shape and, you know, just just tapping in, using your brain, because then that all come back and inspire you to do even more. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to take a break away, take a step away, and just, like, get into different things, like read more books, like, you know, just trying to, like, um, you know, open my peel the layer back, you know what I'm saying? Because you think you so much, you you could, you could think you know so much and so in tune, and then you realize, like, you're not. Like, yo, like, right. Right. and this quarantine process, like, really, like, showed me, like, you could, like, you could, like, um, it won't hurt to, like, tap into life a little more. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, you get a million dollars today, you still going to be chasing that bag. You get 20 right. million, you get 100 million. Look right. at Jeff Bezos. You still right. going to be chasing that bag. <laughs> right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, it's like, you know, tap into life and what matters. You know what I'm Like, you get older, you know, family matters, life experience matters. It, it do matter to see the sun. It do matters mm-hmm. to see the nighttime. It do matter to, like, have good health. We getting a little older, you know what I'm saying? Just so that's more so what I've been doing. Just trying to like, you know how we always like, man, I'm trying to get myself together, but we always talking from a foreign of finances. I'm really trying to get myself together with becoming like a better son, a better um a better friend, a better cousin, a better mentor, a better boss, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? A better fiance on the auto. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's really what I've been focusing on. Less work because i feel like it's always i'm always trying to create something and do all that but it's like man go, go do something else bro like you know right. Like, right. like that so that that's more so what i'm trying to challenge myself with personal side like get more tapped into with my personal side you know what I mean? 100%. that's dope that's dope what is um what do you think your purpose is and how is that connecting to what you're doing today i think my purpose is is the best way I can put it is my purpose is, is, is to just be a vessel, continue to, to be a vessel, you know, and that's through Christ, through my friend, my family, through, through friendships, through um, inspiration. If I can inspire somebody, if somebody can from Toledo or somebody else can see whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm doing in my little life or my journey, that can help them, you know, however I can be a vessel to help people. Because I feel like ultimately that's the only reason why God has kept me in his good favor for so long is because he can use me still. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Besides, mm-hmm. continue to bless me. People pray so much, Lord, please help me, help me, help me. Besides just helping me, he know by helping me, and I want to stay on his good side with, oh, you, you, you helping me, but then you see what I went and did. I want to help all them people too. Like, you get what I'm saying? Or I told, mm-hmm. or I shared this, or I shared that. So I feel like I just want to continue to be a vessel and, you know, whatever that vessel is for, whatever God got that lining up for it, and boom, so be it. But for me, a vessel, and I feel like that's powerful, just could contain, just be a, a live, well, pumping vessel. That's just, you You got constant flow. You come up, you come through, you know, you coming through this way, it's all good. And, and keep the name, too. Keep keep my name in good standing. So when, you know, like, we in a day and age where, like, your words, your mouth is just as powerful as a gun. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying you can end your yeah. own life or somebody else's life or somebody else's career or state of being or mental mental all off your words. You know what I'm saying? They're just as powerful as a gun. So yeah, man, being a vessel. Uh, yeah. a positive vessel. What's what's something about you people would be surprised to know? That I'm really chill as fuck. Like, <laughs> like that I'm really chill. Like, man, people get this thing like where they they think that I'm like some bougie, like stuck up, 
Oh, Paris, little Mimi, what Fabric, the art. Art, 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 I'm straight from it. You know me. I'm rumble, yeah. tumble, straight from the trenches. <laughs> belly. Fact. Like, hey, you know what hey, I mean? Hey, like, I, like hey, I'm a cancer. Hey, I'll like, for, never forget when we was in Jamaica. And I, I can't remember what was happening. Um, Something happened where, like, oh, I can't even remember what was happening. I just remember you look back, you were like, hey. Hey, one thing I can do, these niggas don't know. I can fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like. And the way you said it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you got thing. I, like, can, I, I can tell how the way you yeah, said it. Yeah, man. It's like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cancer to the heart. So it's like, I'm real, like, I'm real 50 Cent, Jim Jones. Do my cancer brothers, like, <laughs> Jim Jones, like, Meek Mill. Like, I got a lot of passion. Like, we, are, we straight yeah. out the trenches with it. So. Cause when I meet people, they I, I can already tell like by their conversation, they be thinking I'm all about to be talking that the, the essence, the glamour, the bougie, the me me me, boo boo, the fabric, the, the art. They gotta go like try to impress me. I'm like, man, I'm from the bottom. This is right. this is how I get it. This is my trap. Like this is my right. jug. Like this is my band. Right. This how this how I'm moving it. But bro, I'm from Toledo, Ohio, the Midwest. We raw. Like growing up, I'm. Yeah, I'm wearing skinny jeans and, and, and mohawks and doing all this wild stuff, wearing bands and all that. But I'm doing all this in the hood, running mm-hmm. around. With, when I go back home, my dudes, they don't look like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My dudes, mm-hmm. they on some whole different type of time. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like, and I got a real story. Like, I never forget, like, right, just the last little story right before we go. Like, one time we having a meeting one time. Uh, Kanye kind of like, you know, without going into too much detail. He was pondering on the time, like if he wanted to do something with McDonald's. You know what I'm mm-hmm. So he kind of mm-hmm. had had us all in the room, gang all in the room, like the squad. It's probably like 20, 30 of us. He had us all in the room, and he just kind of like dropped a little bit of the of the McDonald's idea. It was like, "Yo, what y'all think about it?" Everybody in the room, oh, McDonald's unhealthy. Yeah, I ain't doing all this. I'm like, y'all think it'd be fire? I used to work for McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Whole room got quiet. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like. That was like a testimony in itself. Like I used to work for McDonald's, and now I'm sitting in this room with all y'all, super <laughs> educated, degreed, right. Parsons, right. all this whatever right. stuff. I'm sitting right, right in right. here with y'all, with w- working with the greatest. Like you know what I'm mm. saying? I could tell he looked mm. at me with this look like, "You work for McDonald's, Brian? Like <laughs> I, nobody else in there could share that story. Nobody right. else could be like, right. oh." Right. I used to work with McDonald's. Y'all all in there talking about, no, because they ain't healthy. Blah, boo, boo, boo. All this other fugazi, like, you know, whatever. Man, McDonald's saved my life. That was like Benny Hanna going to that growing up in the talk hood. McDonald's yeah, through all the urges. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Ruth Chris, what are you talking about? Right. Man, I used to, that was the first <laughs> job. I bought my first pair of um, um, Air Force One highs, all white with the black trim with my big down shit. playing with me, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the, that, that little story is the analogy I be saying with life, like how people be thinking, like, no, I'm down to earth. Like, when they hear my story, that's what I feel like is the kicker. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wow. You, you yeah. did what? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Man, half of my peers ain't never worked no factory job. They don't know what it's right. like to push no clock and be on no assembly line, build no mm-hmm. Monte Carlos, being on no train, doing no work like that. These boys was working at like Foot Locker and stuff, and then going to fashion right. school and doing right. this, doing right. that, and like right. you know what I mean. And one or one right. of their homies made it rapping, or one right. of their homies 
went be, went to the league and got millions and they, everybody got rich. No, dog, it's a whole different path I'm going on, on, on this side. Yeah. You know yeah. So the more I speak, the more I, I, I grab my power back in that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. more kids I find got more in common with me than with you. That's me. right. That's right. That's like, right. Oh, what? Bet. Like, you know what I mean? Right. They, they believe because I said it versus somebody mm-hmm. else. They'd be like, nah. Mm-hmm. They be listening like, okay, I hear you. But then when I get to talking, they be like, bet. Like, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. coming from it's the real. Midwest, it's real. It's real at that point. Yep, yep. And I feel like coming from the Midwest, that is my power. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's my investment into the Midwest. I feel like the things that I'm doing is going to help kids over the next 10 years, especially in my area where I'm from. I am fashion where I'm from. Like, right. Man, like, no other examples. Like, people like me has set it up where – kids are going to be in, into fashion now because I'm already seeing it now. Stuff they do at home in Ohio and, and all that stuff now, and that was non-existent. It never was around. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's just the times is starting to, like, catch up now. It's like education and information is being spread and shared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All the way to you doing a podcast right now, like, this is, this is like, pushing it forward. Kids ain't doing podcasts. <clears throat> they want to. Right. They want to, like you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying, young kids coming mm-hmm. up because they want to, all over Akron and, and Toledo and, and Cleveland and, and Northeast and Northwest Ohio, they want to. They just don't even know if they even got a voice. But you don't right. even know how I many kids like listen, listen at you. I'm like, bet. Like, yeah. like your own students, like, oh, Mr. Oregon on there, I bet you I'm going to get you and talk that's that. A fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. You can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't have to be like, oh, I got to get to New York and get Become Joe Buttons to do it. Like, yeah, oh, right, right, right. Bro, right. get to do this. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, I can, I can really do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You becoming a voice of who you naturally are, your real life experiences that nobody can take from you. You get yeah. it? Or editor. Well, it, it don't, it don't get more real than that. You know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't, it don't get more real That's than that. That's what it's all about, man. What, um, what scares you? Um. Myself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What you mean? What you mean by that? Because uh, any given day, I could be not as confident, not as on my P's and Q's, not as thoughtful. Like one of my prayers, mm-hmm. I pray for thought. Mm-hmm. I, don't be, I don't be in my prayers like asking God to give me stuff. I'd be like, can you equip me with the tools to get it? Like you get what I'm saying? Like. I don't be on there like, build this for me. I'm like, help me build this. How am I supposed to do this? So, like, I'd be scared of myself one time. Like, man, you might be lacking in thought. You're going to second guess yourself. You're going to comp- you're gonna, you're gonna be slipping. You ain't going to be on your P's and Q's. You know what I'm saying? So that's what scared me. Me scared me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, you already know what the bottom feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my OGs, I posted a throwback from 2013 when I was principal for the day. At Murray mm-hmm. Bertram High School in New York, I'm I've still. I've seen that. I've seen that. I'm only living in New York for two years at this time, bro. <laughs> Working mm-hmm. at Rocksmith, just running a flagship store, and one of my customers is, is a senior at Murray Murray Bertram High School. And he come in there one day, and he said to me, "Bro, would you mind coming to speak to my class for a career day?" I told mm-hmm. him all about you. I think you're really cool. I think you. I think you should come. I'm like me, mm-hmm. bro. All you do is see <laughs> me when you come in the store and buy something. We barely talk. <laughs> But I knew right. I put that as a bigger thing. Like, that's God talking to him, talking to me through him. Through him. Mm-hmm. Like, go share that story with them kids. That was 2013. I was, 
I ain't do nothing. I still ain't right. did nothing. But right. that moment happened. Like you get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, man, just 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 you know. That's dope. What's your what's your favorite quote? The journey makes the story better. The journey, the journey makes, makes the story. Better. All right, but that's the, okay. That's my cliche quote, right? My real mm-hmm. quote. Okay, the journey mm-hmm. makes the story better. But my real quote is this quote that my grandfather. He wasn't my real grand, my real blood grandfather, but it was like my granny's. You know, back in the day, Granny stayed with a boyfriend. But her boyfriend, she didn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> my, yeah, my, 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 granny, my granny had Sherman. You know what I'm saying? Sherman came in with a real grandpa. <laughs> doing right, and he went and married off his old. Yeah, his yeah. And all that, and that's where your other uncles and aunties come from. It was it was Sherman, man. Yeah, yeah that's a fact, yeah. yeah. So my, uh-huh. my so my grandma growing up, we had Nate. Nate was my grandfather. That's how I looked at mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, what damn? What were we talking about? I asked you. Uh, you was telling me about your favorite quote. And you were saying he had he yeah, had a yeah, he yeah, had but, a quote. Yeah, but my OG, you know, Nate. He he had an old um um uh, um uh, like sl- like slave quote. He used to tell me. He used to say, "You don't heard me say, ain't no hill for a stepper." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That so that right there would be like my iconic quote, but. That's not all the way like politically correct. So sometimes I can't throw that out there for him. That might, right, right. they might be like, oh, he jiving too much. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I think I'm gonna be like, yo, he corporate thugging too hard. Right no, now. I'm with you. you. Know I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm so with I, you 100%. So I, hit, so I hit them with the politically correct version. Like, oh, you know, like the journey makes the story better, but ain't no heel for a stepper. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like, I like so, that. I like, that's I like what it that. is. Ain't no hill for if you stepper, ain't no mountain ain't we ain't no overcoming. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we get the law. We get the law. No hill for a stepper. What's the what's the best advice you ever received? Um, not to rush my blessings. You know mm. what I mean? Cause mm. when I was at Rocksmith, I had the ambition to think I to thought I was ready to when I first started when put it like this, this is the now this is the best way I can put it about rushing my blessing. When I first started styling Machine Gun Kelly, I was so ambitious and believing in my dreams. I thought I was ready to style Pharrell and Kanye right <laughs> But going through my whole journey and then finally getting to style Kanye, if 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 God would have gave me Kanye when he gave me MGK we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't yeah, even know. That, that, that bro, might not have worked. We wouldn't even know each other. I don't think Ye would have took the Rocksmith tank, man. Bro, tell, yeah. We wouldn't even have worked, bro. Like, you wouldn't even know me. And I wouldn't have never right. known me. Right, no, right, right. Ever, bro, my whole, that's why I don't rush the blessing. And when I was at... When I was at Rocksmith, you know how it be you be wanting other stuff, like you know how it is, like you know you you get you get one thing, you be like I need ten, I want ten. Yeah. You finally get ten, you be like, boy, I'm glad he didn't give me ten when I was asking for it. But <laughs> was not ready, boy. So right, that's the thing is like not rushing my blessings, man. Because so many times I the, thought I was ready and I wasn't. If you could pick up the phone and call yourself your twenty year old self, knowing what you know today, what would you tell yourself? Um. Damn, that's a good question. I always be hearing other people ask people them questions too. 
I, I don't want to say nothing corny, like, because I be hating when people give away everything. I be like, oh, you wouldn't have said that. You would not have said that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think if I can look at my 20-year-old self now, I would honestly tell myself, like, yeah, keep going. You're on the right, you're on the right path. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was the confidence and, like, the, like, the know-how to, like, People didn't like teach me like, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't go to my father and be like, yo, I'm trying to do fashion. Like, I gotta figure this out, help me with this. You like, what? Or my mother or, you know, or something like that. So I was really like getting into a, a journey and into a space where it was like, I was really kind of like on my own. Like, ooh, you gonna have to figure this out because you the one that wanted to do this. You gonna have to figure this out. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. So right. that was like the, that was like the, yeah, that was like the main thing for me. You know what I mean? Dope, man. Dope. Well, tell us, tell us, tell us what you got coming up, man. Tell us your social media tag where everybody can find you. Um, tell us, tell us what you got coming up, though. Okay. Um. Well, I just did a collaboration with Midwest Kids. We did a capsule with Overtime. Overtime is like um, a new media sports platform. They kind of like um, they like new, improved, huge. It's kind of like if ESPN meets like Travis Scotts, but focusing only on, like, high school and college sports for the most part. Okay. You know, okay. tapping into the pros, but really on that grassroots wave, like, it was that platform. So, like, for example, when, like, Zion first took off and we was, like, seeing videos everywhere, they was the one that was, that was like, bringing those oh, videos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm hip. It's like a whole app there. service where you can, yeah, like, yeah. get your own app, upload your footage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, we were doing like good relationships and like doing good partnerships. We just did a, we just launched a collaboration with them like um, two days ago. Um, I got some, uh, I got another big release I'm about to do for my birthday. I can't really, I can't really say, but it's like with a legendary like company. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay. Doing that, and then like for 2020, it was looking like really exciting. Like had a bunch of stuff, but you know, being that we kind of like in this quarantine phase. Every, I still got, like, a bunch of, like, cool projects, but it's really just safe to just kind of, like, just take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just kind of, like, taking it easy, like, pushing the sites as, as much as I can, you know what I'm saying, without – because people broke. We got 36 million people without a job right now, so people ain't really, right. like, too much shopping, but they are, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of cool that I position my brands as being, like, not trendy fashion brands. Like, it's good that I've, like, pushed my brands as standing by, like, community and sending on foundation because people are turning towards my brands in these times to wear like for a sense of pride you know what i'm saying Whether right. that midwest kids hoodie or or whatever the case may be but yeah man that's really it just kind of like just just trying to stay afloat and stay moving as much as i can you know you can catch me on instagram at at gnarly db <clears throat> at k-n-a-r-l-y-d-b or um Keep up with the brands at We Midwest Kids, uh, at Daryl Brown, and um, at EarlyBird.Market. You know what I'm saying? Or you, if you don't want to do all that, just come to at GnarlyDB and look at my bio and all the pages right there. You could just one-stop shop and just go from each page, you know? But, yeah, man, I appreciate this, bro. This was this super dope, man. Absolutely, dope. man. Listen, man, thank you so much. I can't, I can't thank you enough, man. This has been amazing. Like I said, you have definitely set the record for the longest podcast, <laughs> which, is, which is dope. Like, I think, I think my longest one before this was like two and a half hours. This shattered that bitch out the water. So it's, a, it's, a, it's all good. Listen, I do one, I do one more thing um, before yeah. we get out of here. Um, as you know, man, I, I'm like a podcast fanatic, a podcast junkie. Like, I really appreciate you. I have a real appreciation for the art form. I have appreciation for people stepping out and doing it. 
Yeah. Um, and one of my inspirations for doing this podcast um, was Arian Foster. He used to play running back for the for the Houston Texans, the Dolphins. Um, he's doing a lot of creative stuff right now too, doing music and just you know being creative. You yeah. know he. He stepped away from the game and really just tapping into who he really is. Man, I got a real lot of respect. He started a podcast called the Now What Podcast. I don't think he's really doing it anymore. Right. But one thing he would always do on his podcast, he would always ask his guests to lobby for Jim Carrey to come on his show. Jim Carrey, I guess, was like one of his most interesting people yeah. in the world. Like, you know, so I always thought that was dope. So what I do on my podcast, man, is I have my guests. Lobby for Arian Foster, man. We're going to put the manifestation, put the good energy out there into the world, into the universe, and we're going to get, oh, get him on the gonna, show one day. We're going we gonna, to – yes, I'm, I'm going to keep putting that out because I'm like a, two people away from me. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Well, well listen, we're get, we getting closer. we we getting like, closer. Two so away man. from like Jerome. Look, in, look in your camera. So yeah, look definitely going to happen, your, bro. Look, look in your camera and tell – Tell Aaron Foster why he should be on the Live Your Purpose podcast. In fact, Aaron Foster should be on the Live Your Purpose because the the, the name says it all. It's a, it's a good place where um, people from with like that's like minded from all nationalities and backgrounds can come together and talk about and discuss their backgrounds and and, and inspire each other and share their their stories and and um and come to some a common ground about you know what's helping them live their purpose and kind of like tell tell their campaign on life versus just like their like um, particular thing that they're into, but just like share their life story. Cause that's what it's really about sharing your life story, you know, and sharing your purpose. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Well, listen, man, DV, man, I can't thank you enough, bro. We finally did yeah, it. And, and don't get it twisted, man. When all this is over, man, we're going to do it again. Man, we gonna you already know. At home. Yep. We're going we gonna to yep. do it again. We're going to do it right, man. We're going to kick yep. it for another four hours, man. So yeah. listen, man, I, I, I appreciate you, bro. Much love to you, man. I really, I really mean yeah, that, bro. man. Thank you know, I, 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 I hope to continue to see your growth, man. Your evolution with your brand, I appreciate that, you bro. as an individual as well, man. You know what I'm saying? You inspire me, so I want you to keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate it. Um, I can't thank you enough, man. Another episode of Your Purpose yeah, Podcast. Yeah, we yeah. out. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, bro. All right.